previously on Celestial Connection. Yes. Just because, for example, God spoke to me to be a pastor yesterday doesn't mean I'm going to have a church tomorrow. There has to be a season of preparation. You wouldn't learn anything if God just gave you everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, what would it be? If our faith is built on what we can see, it's li liable to be destroyed right. by any little change in what we see. But the thing is, like Brother Jose said, our faith is no longer an emotion, but is a deep-seated conviction, which is brought about by the Holy Spirit. It's the certainty when there is absolute uncertainty around you. Now it is with great pleasure that we present to you the final episode of Counterculture. Or should I jump into a question? Yeah, jump. Go hit, for us it. Hit, hit us with one. Hit us with a question. Hit us with These are all questions we've covered, actually. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? So um, I have one. Like, have you ever had a situation where you took a massive leap of faith in your life? Okay, that's different. That's, that's different. That's a good. That's one. different. That's a good one. Oof! Who's do, who's doing this? Um, Throw it in there. Yeah, just like who? <laughs> uh, me, it's it was it's not like like I say it like comparison to other people like oh I left the state or like <laughs> I, I I jumped across the country. For me, it was just going to college because I really wasn't going to I I I didn't want to, but um, people told me that I should, and so I I said you know what God, if you can make a way for me, I'm gonna trust you in my going and so i applied i got through i got a full ride so i've never had to pay for anything because god knew that god knew that was my fear like the financials of being able to go through college and like if i was gonna have to work through it or not but for the glory of god i was able to go through my entire college career without having to work being able to focus completely on my studies and not having to pay anything wow i graduate in the in, in eight yeah. may yeah. <laughs> so Okay, yeah. so That's picking, piggybacking off of that, for me, I feel like I'm in that time, of, like that season of my life right now, because I'm in a semester where I'm transitioning into like my um, junior year of college, and that's around that time where I have to make a decision. Hmm. And it's hmm. that decision, and there's so many things you can go in. It's, that, it's at this point where I'm like, okay, God, where am I going? And that makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, what about have, you? You're gonna have to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me, I don't think it's like one specific leap of faith. I think it was like kind of like a bunch of things at the same time. Uh, it was it was a couple of years ago where I was going through probably the the most difficult thing any anybody could deal with. It was a moment in my life without getting too deep into it where I had literally lost everything, lost my car, lost my apartment, uh, ended up, my marriage ended in divorce. I had zero dollars in my bank account, and I ended up closing my ministry agenda for about four months. I was locked in my room, depressed, crying every day, suicidal thoughts. It was a whole a whole mess wow. without getting into it. So in that sense, it was like I couldn't see the other side. If you talk about the bridge, I can't see what's, what's on the other side. Yeah. All I can see is destruction, chaos, divorce, depression, suicide, anxiety. Mama's sick. My brother's getting divorced. My dad is depressed. I got zero dollars in my bank account. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm a, I'm a, what, 23-year-old man, 24, and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen with my life so i can't see the bridge right so it was like i had a choice either i stay stuck in that depression i stay stuck in that situation i was dealing with or i can put my faith and trust in god knowing that even though i can't see he's gonna make a way That's right. so i remember one day i made i made a decision i it wasn't it wasn't in church nobody laid hands on me nobody prophesied nothing to me nobody slayed me in the spirit it was simply me and god in my room and i made a choice and i literally said i remember those words i said god i don't understand what you're doing I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm simply just going to walk. That's it. Hmm. I'm just going to walk. 
and I'm going to trust that you're going to make a way somehow. And I Amen. took that leap of faith knowing that God was going to provide, and he did. And now, three years later, I have a brand new car, I have an apartment, I have money in my bank account, and I'm preaching like 70,000 times a week <laughs> I pray to get a break, all because I took that leap of faith. He's a way maker. He That's is a right. way maker. Oh, hey, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to say that. That's it. <laughs> but that, that's one of those like Christianity moments where you're like, yeah. yo, me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um, actually I can think about something. Something that's it's it's a I guess you could say a consecutive leap of faith, not a massive leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, 2019, God took me into a transition that I didn't understand. Um, from church to church, um, where I kept on hearing the voice of God, but I was just like, is this the voice of God or is this the voice of man? Okay. Until one time. You know, because uh, I kept on hearing prophetic words here and there. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm in the middle of, you know, of like I'm hearing prophetic words, but I don't know if it's from God. Mm. And then it was until I literally had a dream, you know, a clear dream where God spoke to me. And I heard the voice of God. It's one of the fir- uh, few times where I've heard the voice of God. And during this voice, like when I was hearing everything, I was like, wow, okay. So this is calming. It's understanding. Mm-hmm. It was peace. And it was like a, a storm that I was having in a dream. Like it was just reckless. And in the middle, all I heard was or like was just his perfect voice. And all I could feel was his trust and peace. And I, I would always say it, like even to this day, like imagine being in a dark room, softly lights come on, really bright, and it's like a cold breeze and a voice. Like a, a bright, loud, deep, but not too deep, not too high pitched. It was like perfect voice. But I remember it had authority. And the one thing it said was that in this time in my life, there were going to be demons that were going to be coming your way. And many have tried, you know, um, the first two had tried and there was a legion that was forming because they couldn't the first time. And I remember that during this time, I was like, okay, this is crazy. I I woke up at like five in the morning, you know, I had said um, whatever to to my wife, Tammy. And then I had instantly came to the practice. It was a Thursday. And I had told pastor, I was like, pastor, I got to talk to you. I had this crazy dream. It's it's, it's shook, you know, it shook me. And then out of nowhere, pastor says, yeah, me too. I had the same thing. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, me too. I had the same exact thing you had. And at that point, I was like, you know what? At this point, I, there's no reason to doubt God. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was something you said recently is that a lot of times the confirmation, we wait for a confirmation that has already happened. Yeah. Oh. You see what I'm saying? And we put that doubt in our heads because we're so hard-headed and we don't want to move to the next chapter that God has in our life because of that confirmation that we've already received. Mm-hmm. You got something to say? Yeah? That's true. Um... No, it's not really. It's just sort of echoing the same thing that like oftentimes, like you said, God speaks a word to us. He gives us instructions, you could say, or he just gives us a goal. And then we go to the altar every Sunday asking God, God, can you confirm this? God, can you make it clear? Um, I'm not saying like to believe every single little thing people speak to you because oftentimes yes you have to have discernment because but when you can understand that it really was god that's where your faith has to take hold and you have to begin making steps in your faith yeah you don't know the path you don't know the road but you can rest assured that if it is not the way you're going god's going to close the door and if it is guess what that door is going to open mm-hmm. miraculously in a weird way or however, but it's going to open. Yeah. Like, I, I have a saying um, that I've been saying a lot when I've been preaching. It's something God gave me. And it's like some oftentimes we're waiting for a move of God and God is waiting for a move of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like God that. gave me a while ago. And like, I'm like, I like when I got, I'm like, 
wow. Like, you know, because we're always praying, God, we need a move of God. I want you to do this. And God's looking at us from heaven. It's like, I'm already moving. I want you to move. That's right. You know, because whenever whenever we open up to Genesis chapter 32 and we see God, uh, was, no, I'm sorry, not 32, that's Joseph, um, Genesis chapter 12, where we see God calling Abraham, God tells Abraham, leave your family leave your family leave everything behind go to the land that I will show you not that I showed you he said where I will show you so it's like oftentimes we're like God give me a confirmation I want a confirmation and God's like I'm not gonna give you you gotta make a step for every step you take I'll show you just a little bit more God will never show you the details. He'll show you the beginning. He'll show you the end. He'll never That's show right. you the in-between. That's yeah. right. That's something I've learned with God. He will always show you the beginning. He will show you the prophecy. He'll show you the fulfillment, but he will never show you the details in the middle. Wow. And that's the moment where it's like, do you really have faith? Wow, that is so real. <laughs> and, I, and the thing is, man, that's that's probably the realest it gets. There that's, is God but, always going to show you the beginning and the end. That's insane, though, because... It's sort of like thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Mm-hmm. If you ever find yourself in the dark with like not a crazy bright lantern, but like something that's like decent, it only illuminates so far. Yeah. But each step you take, you can see what was in the darkness just beyond the light. Yes, finally, Karen. Yes, yes please. <laughs> look, Karen. Look, look, there's an example I got. Okay. So we went camping recently. Uh-huh. And so it was pitch black at night. There weren't lights anywhere. And we had flashlights, right? But... If you flash the light straight ahead, you can see like your end goal, but but you won't see what might be obstructing your feet. Yeah. Like mm. this happened to me. I was running through the woods. It was dark, <laughs> and uh, my foot fell into a hole, and my whole my right, sorry mom and dad. My leg almost came off, <laughs> and so it's because I was I had the flashlight facing forward, but I wasn't able to see where I was going. Mm. I was only I I didn't see what was obstructing my path either. You focus too much on the goal. Yeah. That's but I mean, good. since since we're already in this topic of like, you, the question was, who asked the question? Was it you? Um, yeah. It was a massive leap. Uh, when have we yeah, seen that we've taken a massive leap of faith in our lives? Um, and since we were kind of transitioning into the whole um, confirmation and everything, and also faith has a big thing to do with confirmation, mm-hmm. um, because it's true. What's the purpose, you know, if there is a purpose, for God to show you what you're going to go through, how you're going to go through it, which way is the easy way, which way is the hard way, yeah. if he knows you're going to cheat anyways. Yeah, exactly. You know it's what I'm like, saying? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make, it's not logical. It, it doesn't make sense. It's unrealistic. Faith doesn't make sense. Exactly. So it's like, it's like me, okay, I'm going on a five mile run, right? I know where I'm going to go, but I don't know if, the, if in the grass there's going to be holes, there's going to be trees. I just have to know that my mindset is on finishing that run. Exactly. And that should be the same way for a Christian. Yeah. In you know, my life, I have seen it that, and multiple times, God has shown me the beginning and the end of how it's going to end up. Yeah. But you have to determine how this yeah. happens. And that's just by having faith. All right. I mean, um, let me see before we go into one of your questions. <laughs> it's not really a question. It's just sort of adding on. What do you got? Just really quickly. It's like, it. it's like what the Jesus tells us that um, in this world we'll have tribulations, mm-hmm. but take heart that he's overcome the world. And that leads me to Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Mm-hmm. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Yes. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, but God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So, like like you said, that God's not going to give us the easy way. He's not going to show us the path to take because not only does he have a plan for our blessings, 
but he has a plan for things that are going to develop us. Yeah. He has a plan for things that are going to hurt us in the moment because discipline always hurts in the moment, but it produces a character. It produces a spiritual toughness yes. that will allow us to make it through the wilderness where we're on our way to our promised land. Yeah. You know what's one of the things that we don't really pay, pay, uh, pay too much mind to is that a lot of times through our process, we, we think that our process is, is like a selfish thing. But a lot of times, God, the process that God puts us through is so that others can experience yeah. some things too. And at, at, you know, if we really, really open a spectrum to what the desert is in the, in the spiritual warfare, you know, it's, it's a moment of reflection for everyone who's a part of it. Yeah. You know, because if we single our faith out, then there's no reason for faith. You know, there, there wouldn't be a church without a, a single-handedly, uh, you wouldn't see a pastor preaching to anyone if there wasn't anybody else to mm-hmm. preach to. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Jose, he said something earlier. He said, <laughs> um, you were talking about, I don't know, the faith being black and white? Yeah, I said that faith isn't black and white. That, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so is faith black and white? Uh I mean, I would, I would, I would say faith can't be black and white. It is. It, that's what faith. What makes faith faith? You know, the word is black and white. There's no, there's no changing it. Yeah. Whatever God says, it is what it is. But as far as faith goes, faith is more individual. Mm. Faith is more individual, um, based upon the specific plan that God has for your life. Yes. So it's like, that's why I always tell people, you got to be very careful who you speak your dreams to because not everybody has the spiritual capacity to understand where God is taking you. So there's oftentimes you have faith. You have faith. I'm like, oh God, God told me this. God showed me this. God's going to do this for me. You have that faith, the assurance. But the minute you start telling people that were never meant to walk with you or people that don't have the same faith as your uh, same maturity as you, now they're responsible and you bring that faith down. Mm. Now you start believing, oh, you know what? Mama said this. Daddy said this. My boyfriend said this. You know what? I don't think I should do it. And meanwhile, God's telling you, go it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to supply. I'm going to provide. I'm going to do this. But they're like, you know what? I don't think you have the capacity. No, I don't think this. And you start hearing the other voices. And now your Mm -hmm. faith that I once was on here, now is down here. You know, so it, I don't think it is black and white because what God wants to do with me is what he wants to do with me. What God wants to do with you is what God wants to do with you, mm-hmm. you know, and my faith is based upon what he's telling me to do. You That's know, right. if he tells me right now to get on a plane that he's going to provide a plane ticket to go to Russia, that's my faith. Yep. You might not believe it, but that's your prerogative. Yes, I don't right. need to depend upon you, whether you believe it for me to believe what God is telling me. That's the you know thing. what I'm saying? Come on. That's the thing, though. that's the thing though you said it again that we allow others to dictate what and the thing is it's a lot of times when we hear a voice from someone or anything it could be a pastor or a prophet the first thing we'll do is you know they're praying and yeah you're gonna be a pastor and you'll open up that one eye you know what I'm saying? It'll be like, like okay, <laughs> what, talking like, to me? Yeah, you talking who, to me, son? Who's talking to? And then you'll quickly go into a prayer, and you're like, God, I want you to confirm this for me, and God never responds to you, and you're asking, why doesn't he ever respond to you? He's like, he already spoke a word. Mm. There it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's exactly there what you said. Is. You know, we're waiting on God to make a move, but he's really waiting on us. Exactly. Exactly. That's why like, I've seen so many people stuck in churches for years on it, and they never see what God tells them because they're always God. Confirm the word. Confirm through a dream. Confirm through the prophet. God, if this word was for you, don't want the prophet to call me out by my social security number. And if he doesn't, we, we discard what God already said. You know, I, I'm the type of person. This is me personally. I, I never once ever ask God for confirmation. I don't need to. God said it once. That is enough for me to walk. I've, I've learned the hard way. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to be, God speaks to me right now. Okay, that, that is it. That's what God said. I'm going to do it. End of story. I don't need anybody to confirm or whatever. If in the way God use, wants to confirm it, that, that is him. 
but I'm not going to ask for it. Why am I going to ask for something I already know is God? You get <laughs> what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, All right, you had a question. Yes. Do you have yes. Yeah, the question. So, and wait, wait, wait. Karen, were you going to say right. something? You no. were going crazy just now. No, I was just reacting. <laughs> oh, she, okay, she okay, was okay. just having a praise. She's like, yo, this is good stuff. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought she was about to bring out the everything and go crazy. She's about to speak in tongues. <laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little reflection right now. Stop playing. Um, and I think this is a good question to close on. Okay. Um, do you think fear is an important component of faith? That is such a good question. Can you have faith without fear? Who wants to go first here? I mean, in a way, I mean, I'm, I can go quick so that okay. you guys can answer. All right. Um, in reality, like we just talked about, I mean, did we talk about this when the cameras weren't even on? Yeah. I think we kind of mentioned it, but we mentioned it, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. didn't speak. Yeah, because I think, I think that in reality, there's a lot of Christians out there. There is, um, what I believe it's the Orthodox Jewish, mm. those that have the, um, the following of Jesus Christ also in their... Oh, the Messianic Jews. Yes, Messianic. 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 So those um, who also believe... You know, I was watching something my pop showed me. Um, and it's... Some of us are actually scared, right? And instead of being scared and, and going towards the right direction, we allow that fear to lead us to the wrong direction. Wow. Bro. You see what I'm saying? And instead, like, you know, obviously God is love and God is consuming fire like we talked. But also, there's that reverence fear that you literally mentioned. There's that authority that God has. That especially, I mean, when he speaks a word into my life, into your guys' life, he speaks a word for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, there's al- there's always evidence to back that back that reason up. Yeah. But we don't see past that at the time because we're always busy with our own things that we, we tend to put God last in our lives. But I mean, I'm going to let you guys go quick because I know you guys, somebody had fire in their feet. Somebody had fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, honestly, there's so many things that come to my mind. Um there's one of the verses where, G- where Jesus said, do not be anxious for nothing, but prepare, uh, by prayer and supplication, present your needs before God. There's another verse that Jesus tells disciples, do not worry about today, tomorrow, because today has its own issues. issues yes. You know, so when we ask the question, you know, can you have fear and have faith or is fear an important component of faith? I would say no. Because you cannot be fearful and be faithful at the same That's time. Right. Yeah. I'm speak, I'm <laughs> That's right. I'm speaking. You can't be fearful and faithful at the same time. That that brings me back to the ver- um the story you talked about earlier, Matthew chapter eight, um and verse twenty six. We see the disciples on the boat, mm-hmm. and the, the storm comes out. They're freaking out. Jesus is dead asleep. Yeah. How He's ca- chilling? How how can you fall asleep? There's rain, water. How can you sleep in a storm? Jesus is chilling and they're freaking out. And when they finally wake him up, he looks at them and said, why are you afraid, O ye of little faith? So he's like, you can't have faith and be fearful. So he said, why are you afraid? If you had faith, you can't be fearful. Piggybacking on that, another example could be Peter when he was walking on the water. The moment he started to have fear in his heart, he sunk. So there's no overlapping there. Oh my gosh! It's and I, I really I like yeah. that you brought that story back up because we also see the outward display yeah. of the their in, interior interior feelings exactly. their interior feelings. Jesus, of course, he had faith. He was chilling, mm-hmm. but the disciples, because of their outward display of their lack of faith, they were losing their minds. They're like, "We're gonna die!" They're flipping out because the boat's rocking. It's windy. And look, I mean, it's hey, it's hard. No, it's no. Hard. Okay, I can I can, I can understand though. I can understand. No, we, no. we went on a listen, listen, listen. We went on a fishing. We went on a fishing. when your life is on the line. Yeah. That's and that's right. But listen, hear this out. We went on a fishing thing, right? On a deep sea fishing, and that boat felt like Chikra from from Bush Gardens. <laughs> it like, was no bad. Okay, we were at the tip. Not not even lying. I almost fell off the boat. This guy was in the air for like that. Like, it was crazy. Like it was crazy. I didn't jump. I just started floating away. And the fact that, but the thing is, we weren't in a storm. 
the fact that calm. Jesus was in a storm, relaxing, sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Not even worried. Okay, let, let me just cut you off there. <laughs> so, it's crazy to think we weren't in a storm, but we were on our way to our destination. That's right. And when God accelerates you through the water, it might get bumpy. Yeah. And that's where your faith comes in. And you're, you're trusting that the boat's going to hold you, that you're not going to fall off the boat, mm-hmm. that the boat's not going to fall apart, that the engine's not going to break, but that you're going to get to where you have to go. Yeah. Amen. Even if God takes you quickly. Yeah. Amen. But bro, Amen. can you imagine a storm on the ocean and being in a boat there? On a An boat, old rickety boat, boat, too? Yeah. You wouldn't boat with 12 other men with you. <laughs> imagine everybody freaking out, but... Jesus was chilling. And yeah. then he, well, he's like, you little faith. What you mean, little faith? What you talking about? We going to die. He's why do like, you no. think we woke you up? Yeah, why exactly? And like, no, no, no. You're, you can't have you can't have faith and fear at the same time. What he said? The people on Deadliest Catch. Yo, have you seen that show? That show is bomb. I think I saw it once. Yeah. Really? Bro, that show's awesome. Bro, that show's bomb, yeah. Imagine those waves crashing at you. Oh, my gosh, bro. All the time. I use that. I use that, um, that, that phrase a lot. Este hombre poca fe. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's really, I mean, yeah. like some, somebody says, oh, well, <laughs> or when you tell somebody, hey, God said this into my life. Really? Yeah, bro, you just don't see it. I, I, I already see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we really have to have that mindset. I think that faith, faith should, should instill that, my, that shift in mindset. You know, you know how we talk about changes and transformation? Yeah. How transformation is something that, that lives on and change is something that's temporary. It's like a scare. Um, we, we should have that shift in our mindset. When we talk about faith, Faith, faith is something that we should allow to govern our lives. Yeah. Not something to just govern our day. Exactly. Not just something to govern how we sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's something that we should that we should uh, wake up to and say, okay, I have faith. Today's going to be an amazing day. Yeah. I have faith. I'm going to go to sleep. Amazing. I have, a, I, have, uh, I have faith that throughout my journey and what God is putting me through today is going to be fine. Yeah. And everything is going to go according and, and, to plan. And just piggyback on what you're saying. It's funny because the Bible specifically says, do not fear 365 times. <laughs> there's literally one a verse for each day for do each not day. fear he's telling us have faith for every day have faith that's a sign Oof. that is a sign imagine 365 times Ooh, specifically really? it says do not yeah wow specifically 365 yeah. times it says do not be afraid you know sometimes something that helps me that's like funny. when i find myself in a situation where i'm like i'm afraid i just imagine because he says he he walks with us like a giant mm-hmm. i just i just try to imagine that like there's just this massive but like peaceful man behind me who's like just guarding me and I'm, I, I just like I'm, like I'm like a little kid I'm yeah, like, ah! like a, yeah, but it, like it helps me just because like when you speak the word of God over yeah. yourself it carries so much weight like even if like you don't believe it because they're like you're just so enveloped in your emotions but you don't realize the power that when you speak the word of God mm-hmm. over yourself that it carries Yeah, a lot of times we overshadow the power that the tongue has that's the issue a lot of times we don't believe the power it has yes Oof. yes. This, this brings me to that story of um the I don't know what story it is or where it is but it's like guys a bunch of guys bringing their like paralyzed friend yeah the four friends that brought their paralyzed friend oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not only the person's faith but it's the faith of those around you yeah mm. that's specific, that, and specifically in that verse yeah. Jesus when they brought him down he specifically yeah. said because of your friend's, friend's faith. faith it wasn't even your faith it wasn't it was even their his faith. that's crazy and that's, that's why wild. oh that's powerful he that's why it's important yeah. who you surround yourself yeah, with that, that's wild so and it's who like, you reveal your like your yeah, destination secrets. too. Yeah, that, and that's wild. So it's like it's, you're telling me that sometimes my miracle is dependent on the faith of those around me. 
Damn, like that, it, I find that in, it's shocking because it was like, it wasn't the paralyzed man. It was their friend. So it's like, I wonder how many people, how many people in churches don't receive their miracle what they're asking God, not because of their faith, but because of the lack of faith that's surrounding them. Yep. So he's like, I don't, it's, I see you, but I'm also seeing the lack of faith around me. So he's like, you want your miracle. You need to either disconnect from these people or connect to people that have more faith than you do. Mm. You know, so it's like, that's why with me specifically, I'm very nitpicky with who I associate myself that's with right. because it's like, if you don't have the faith to believe God more than me, if you can't believe God for my miracle more than I can believe it, I don't need you in my life. You know, because I'm, I don't want stumbling blocks. I need yes. what I need from God and I need people that have faith. Wasn't it, didn't Joseph tell his, uh, his brothers the dream that he had? Yeah. Right, and yeah. what did they do? They got envious and they were like, who do you think God's gonna do this with you? Who do you think you are? Yeah, because I, I think that, you know, People don't think that there's jealousy in ministries either. Oh my God! Yeah, and I mean, okay, that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> okay. Uh, the crazy thing is that our motive behind Celestial Connection is to target the younger youth. You know, the youth that is lost in the world based on what they see that others are doing. The movements, the generational, uh, the generational. What does that call? Like the the things that they pick up from everything that's happening. Curses, curses, like the generational curses. Yeah, the generational curses. Um, like these things, these things that youth are now being instilled to from from school and I like they're they're taking out the word of God but I saw in a post that I think my wife posted they're not trying to they're not starting a satanic club yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. like this is getting ridiculous getting out of hand I think you posted that yeah you're, yeah cause I, I reposted oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. but I mean it's getting to the point like where we're seeing I mean and we have to protect the generation mm -hmm. we really do because th this is the generation that that we're going to be the pastors we're going to be the prophets we're going to be the evangelists for the for the tomorrow like in reality if we if we come to think about it wouldn't you pr protect if somebody gave you an egg, wouldn't you want to protect it? Of course. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we're reckless with what we're given and that we don't value what we have. And so God says, hey, I gave you something before and now you're asking for it again. Mm -hmm. But you didn't know how to act the first time I gave it to you. And that's our motive. Our motive through Celestial Connection is, is to really, it's not to, not really to motivate. We want to we wanna throw inspire, a word. Inspire. Yeah, inspire. We want to throw a word that's going to last. Something that's going to penetrate to your soul. Something that's going to shift and cause something to change in your life and also to be transformed by it. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to conclude. Yeah, I, know you I got one last thing so we can end. You yeah. know what's interesting is it's that it just came to my head. It mm -hmm. just came to my head that faith um, is believing for a certain outcome, but faith is also trusting God if we don't receive that specific outcome. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Because when we look in Daniel and we see the three Hebrew boys, the king was like, at the sound of the trumpets, everybody in the kingdom bowed down. They obviously they did it. We know the story, and they brought him before the king, and they said, "King, we believe." In other words, in other words, we have faith that God is able to deliver us. Yes. But even if He doesn't, so it's like people these days are like, "I believe, I have faith that God is going to." But when God doesn't, it's like, then? "I don't." What happened to your faith? So it's like it's not just so much that I'm believing that God is able to. It's like I'm putting my faith in trust, even if He doesn't. Which is why we should change the narrative of what we ask from God. God, I want you to heal. God, I want you to do this. God, I want you to do this. And don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for everything. Corinthians says it. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But if we really change the narrative and say, God, do as you want. Let, yeah. your, Let will your will be done. Let your will be done. That's when we truly know if we have faith or not. Mm -hmm. Whether we, whether we, uh, sorry, when we see whether it is what we said and what we ask for God or what God wants to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God, please, um, you know, keep my grandma, keep my grandparents alive or something. And God does the opposite. Yeah. We instantly either we nag it off or we, you know, we we hold this grudge against yeah. God and something. And that's that's, that's yeah. most of the reasons why we see a lot of these uh, agnostics and atheist yeah. people. Atheist people, yeah. Um, it's like it's like to hurt. It's like I guess the question arises: 
can you still preach that God heals even if he didn't heal you? Mm. Ooh. That's a word. I'm about to preach that next week. <laughs> bro, I'm bro, preaching bro. about that next week. Can you believe and continue to preach and say that God is a healer, a provider, a restorer, whatever it is, even if he doesn't do it with you? Can I still say that God restores marriages even if my marriage falls apart? Wow, Can I wow. say that God is healed even if I'm sick? Can I say that God breaks chains even if... I thought that Can one. I still? I, I, that's right. You know what? You know what? I, you know. It's crazy because Okanya, Pastor Okanya <laughs> is always saying this. That in order for you to receive your blessing and be content with what you're going to receive, you have to be able to receive somebody else's blessing. You have to be able to celebrate with their miracle celebrate, before your own. Yes. And, and, and in most cases, like you just said, you have to be careful who you talk to and who you mention these things to. Because in the worst case scenario, somebody's going to be like, okay, well, you're on another level. I don't know what you're on. That's not going to happen. Okay. But if someone tells you something, let's say I'm talking to Marcos or something and, you know, I just feel it. I, God is speaking into my life and something. Instead, imagine, imagine someone telling you, you know what? That's going to happen. Yeah. Declare it by faith is going to happen. If we just shifted our mindset for like two seconds instead of just quickly, oh my gosh, no, because it's not happening in my life and won't happen in yours. Yeah, you that's the saying? thing. That that's the thing. You know, because people get people get petty when they see God do a miracle that they're <laughs> oh, yeah. praying for. It's like, oh, why yeah. is God going to do it for them? I'm the I pray more than them. Why is God doing it? Mm. Like, no, we got to learn to shift our focus and be like, God. If they did it for them, celebrate with them as if it was for you. Even yes. if God doesn't do it for you. Amen. Because if he did it with them, he can do it with you. He can do it, but even if he doesn't. That's right. Can you still maintain your faith and that's trust right. in him? That's I like the that. Issue. I like Amen, that. man. Yo, that's, that is, I'm so happy. I, this was an awesome session. Amen. Like, really, this was, this went far beyond any expectations I had. Like, we, we covered so much ground mm-hmm. and just all of it was so good. And like, Amen. I just pray, and we all pray here that, you know, this serves as a blessing for all of you. Like anyone listening, if if you're listening on Spotify or if you're watching on YouTube, that like these words that or we've Apple spoken, Podcast. that these can inspire your faith, that these can inspire you to and provoke you to take your faith to another level, yes. to put, exercise more faith in what God is doing and he wants to do in your life. And that we just pray that um, as you listen that you be blessed and that you can take everything you've heard and maybe share it with someone. Maybe your faith yes. that you begin to exercise, your faith that you begin to display outwardly can inspire even more people to deepen their faith and to search for God wow. and to trust God more with wow. everything they do. Amen, amen. I think that, honestly, we, we were going to do three sessions to conclude, Connor. I think we're going to end it here. <laughs> because, listen, because listen, this, listen. This I'm was, looking at the clock. This session lasted about over an hour long. We can split yeah, this and do a two-parter of this. Heck no. Oh, no, this is now, one. No, 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 no. But we can do part one and part two like, like oh, that. Oh, wait. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, leave, leave them hungry for more. Yeah. Be like, like wait, wait, wait next week. No, no, we had more questions too. I have yeah, more we, questions. Next week on Ball Z. No, listen, but the amazing part about this is that, like I said, we're not qualified. None of us, none of us have a PhD in, um, in biblical and theological studies. None of us have these things. Yeah. But the, when you're used by the Holy Spirit, anything is possible. Yes. And that's what we're trying to show. We're trying to show that our testimonies um, and what we are and what we do is, is just for God. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this video. It's going to be in uh, Apple Podcasts. We're going to start uh, releasing them more often in Apple Podcasts on Spotify, um, also through YouTube. Uh, but most importantly, we do have merch also coming soon, very soon. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. You guys are going to love this one. Um, and um, as far as announcements go, I don't think we have anything really pending right now. Yeah, we will keep it up. <laughs> um, uh, wow. Also, we want to say social, social. huge thanks. to First of all, 
from all, all of us here, yes. just huge thank you for coming yes. out. Like we know it was a little bit of a drive. We've been planning this for a long yes. time too. Oh, oh yes. my god, I and know. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just like everything we could have wanted yeah, and more. And yeah, we man. just really thank God. We thank Him for your life and Definitely. your ministry. And um, we know you have social medias. Yes, um, we're, we're gonna, gonna be we're gonna those. throw them up on the yes. screen. Yes. They'll be up here. You know, just follow him. He's a blessed man of God who we've man come to know, and we're just so thankful for his life and what God is doing with him, and that he has allowed us to make this connection, this celestial connection, yeah. so wow. that we can, you know, further impact lives for the kingdom. Yeah. But um, with that, I think this is a good place yeah. to conclude and end I'll it. So um, finish off with a prayer. Yeah. Uh, before we pray, thank you guys for watching. Um, please subscribe if you haven't on YouTube. Um, share this with a friend. We're on, and yeah, just you know, exercise your faith yeah. for others. So That's that really others it. can see your faith and that pushes them to be more faithful. Yes. So um brother Moses, yeah, let's, let's do it. Send it off with a prayer. All right, guys. Um thank you guys. Thank you, God, for this beautiful day, God. Thank you, God, for allowing us to come to your house, God, to a to a special room, God, so where we can have a conversation, God. Yes, God. Conversation with those that are behind the lens that don't understand what's going on in their lives, but we just urge them to ask for faith, God. Because we know that with faith is greater than fear, God. We ask you, God, that we also bless everyone in here, God, through their ins and their outs this day. We know that everyone drove here. We know that Jose drove from far, um, from Tampa. And we just ask that you protect them and you bless them. And also, for everyone who's watching, may this word transform your life. May it be so instilled in your heart that, that you are renewed by the renovation of his glory as we speak through this. And as we, as we understand that faith is a very um, sensitive topic in today's age, that we don't allow COVID to overcome the fear that... Um, Sorry, we don't allow COVID to overcome the faith that we have. And we just ask you guys to also pray with us. This, is, um, this isn't something easy um, that we're doing and that hopefully in the future we can continue shooting on more series. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. We love you all. Bye, guys. Bless. Wow, it's quiet. <laughs> Yo, it's so mad quiet. <laughs> Yo. Oh, he was hurting us talking.